Okay, episode 13. Welcome, welcome. Thanksgiving version, our first Thanksgiving as podcast hosts. Oh, yeah. Isn't that nice? Basically, what a milestone. Everything this year is our first thing as a, as a podcast host. Podcaster. Anyways, before we get started, I'm just going to apologize for any potential background noise. There are some kids playing in the <laughs> parking lot uh, below our th- third floor window here. Yeah. And there is a there's a rental bike, battery powered bike with a bell. Been, that's been parked and there's a bell on this bike. <laughs> and even though the strata put a notice out that specifically <laughs> said kids are not okay. allowed to play in that parking lot, we still have some kids playing in the parking lot. But as they say, you can't take the wiggle out of the kid and if they need somewhere to run around and Scream and laugh. Who are we to say not blow our window? I've never heard that phrase before. You can't take the wiggle out of the kid? No. I think what? I saw that on... Uh, what era was that? No, that was at a... I saw that at a church once. The church on the back of the pew. You know how normally they put like the, the hymnals? Like yeah. where all the, so- the, books the books with the songs? Yeah. This particular church had... Like a coloring book with crayons mm. to keep the kids occupied because you oh. can't take the wiggle out of the kids. Smart. I don't know if that's exactly the phrase. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But we'll roll with it. Anyways, that's <laughs> the the point is kids will be kids. Be a great wiggles marketing line. Anyways, happy Thanksgiving to anyone who's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, we wish we could be uh, wherever you guys are, respectively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we hope everyone's having a lovely, relaxing Thanksgiving weekend. Of course, when you hear this, Thanksgiving weekend will be over and you'll be mm-hmm. back to the hustle and bustle. But we hope that it was relaxing. Yes, and for we the hope most that part. you are nourished, filled with joy, filled with gratitude, and tryptophan. Tryptophan. <laughs> Maybe a little drowsy. Maybe a titch drowsy, yeah. So our Thanksgiving was smaller than small yeah it was, our plans got slightly changed yeah it was supposed to be small in the sense that it was only meant to be four of us mm-hmm. the two guests our friends kyle and vanessa uh came down with covid mm-hmm. last week and so a little bit unsafe to have them here i think they're probably coming out of it at this point yeah. but don't want to mess with that i am i can't afford to get sick right now no <laughs> No. no, thank you. No, you got a busy week, a couple of weeks coming up. Yeah, and you love them, be... but... Even in a party of four, you don't want two of the people to be like... No, that's a 50% chance yeah. that you will get sick. That's yeah. high. No, that's no good. But we did carry on with our yep, dinner. Yep, dinner as usual. Mm-hmm. And we like to do the big dinner on Saturday of the weekend. Yeah, which is a little sacrilege maybe, but... Us kids got to work on Monday. We don't get that off. Got to work on Monday, which mm-hmm. means we got to prep for work on Sunday, Sunday evening. Yeah. Which, long weekend or not, that seems to be a constant for us. Yeah. And I will say that on all of these big occasions, the earlier you have the big meal, the better. Because all of these turkeys and roasts and mm-hmm. things like that, they taste better the next day anyways oh this is true 
So to have a big turkey, we had roast beef, but to have like a big turkey dinner on the Saturday of Thanksgiving, that means your leftovers on Sunday are and Monday are killer. Yeah, your leftovers on Monday are delicious, and then you're not stuck having turkey sandwiches all week because you've put a good dent in the bird. <laughs> That's not terrible to have that though, but we haven't even dug into ours yet. Well, we'll have some leftovers this week for sure. You will, yeah. But we're not having roast beef leftovers tonight, are we? No, we're not. (laughs) We're having just regular leftovers because we eat so good around here. I do have to say that. Yeah. Don't even get me started on the pasta you made on Friday. Come on. (laughs) Is that what we're going to have? I think we're we're having having that tonight. Yeah, we have to get that gone. I want that out of the fridge and in my belly. Okay. Can't I'm not even I I won't I can't get into it because <laughs> it's not it's not the Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. It's just it's insane to me how every single thing that you produce oh is like something I've never tasted before and everything is better than the last. <laughs> it's pasta with sauce uh-huh. and like it's this crazy creamy what is it? And like it was a with Mexi- goat cheese, and like you a... didn't even like it. No, you snuck the you goat thought cheese. You in. weren't gonna like it. Don't say Mexican. It was not Mexican. Not South. What was it? Southwest. Uh, We're not supposed to be talking about this. No. Okay. So what I made? It's Tuscan. I made like Tuscan. that that classic, you know, Tuscan with sun dried tomatoes, spinach, sautéed red onion, garlic, and then a cream sauce. And then I had extra chicken. Then I chopped up that chicken real nice cook the noodles and i was like okay we're making a pasta but i didn't have enough sauce on the chicken so that's where the goat cheese comes in Mm. then i sauteed that up well long story short i just added some veggies some leftover asparagus and zucchini and it was this really yummy textural wonderful creamy pasta sauce good god but we're not gonna talk about we're not gonna talk about that because that wasn't thanksgiving it was the day before (laughs) So what is, I'm curious, today being Sunday, it's around dinner time at West, but let's just pretend that it's dinner time in Windsor. Mm-hmm. What's happening at the Parisonati residence? Well, dinner time now, they're probably done because we like to have an earlier in the day dinner. So people will come and we usually eat around two. That way, later into the evening, around like 8 or 9 o'clock, you're not uncomfortably full like me yesterday. Um, But they had a couple of their friends over, and then my sister and Austin were over for Thanksgiving. And they just do their dinner around, yeah, 2, 2.30, enjoy, probably relax. And I think everybody's probably out of the house by 8 o'clock, so my parents can just chill then, and they're not too stuffed. What does your mom make is it a classic turkey dinner yeah she will do turkey pardon me i assumed it was your mom it could have been your dad who's cooking mom okay okay Okay. i told you the other day though that dad usually cleans the right the meat he makes it all pretty well my mom's finishing up the last of the stuff right but yeah it'll be turkey stuffing volcano veggies mashed potatoes sometimes garlic mash um She actually sent me a list of everything she made. She tried cranberry sauce this time, which she never really does. Uh, Gravy, homemade gravy. I said stuffing. Maybe corn. Um, I have to refer to the list if I I forgot anything. That's a nice Did I say volcano vegetables? I don't think so. 
volcano what vegetables. are volcano vegetables <laughs> it sounds like a science experiment ah you could say so my mom i don't even know how i can't remember how we coined this term but my mom would make veggies and she would cook them for a long time in the oven or maybe just on a high heat and they would be so so hot but she would cook them in like this cream of mushroom kind of soup oh but then it but also it's like cheesy so it's like cheesy really soft veggies i don't even know but they're they stay hot for ever and my dad i think he tried to eat them too soon and he was he said something Larry. about it being as hot as a volcano Classic. and then yeah so that's where the term volcano veggies came from and so she always makes those, which is just like a California-style mix of veggies, like cauliflower, broccoli, carrots. Simple dimple. And yeah. then cream of mushroom soup and a little bit of cheese. I think is honestly cheese Whiz that she might mix into that. I can't be sure. It's a cheese of some sort. Well, that sounds... I leave that recipe to mom because she that's hers. <laughs> and she does that. That one's on like every holiday yeah. platter. I'll make a mental Menu. note not to bite into the volcano veggies too soon. Let it chill on your plate a little yeah. bit. They'll still be steaming while you've like started everything else. They will still be steaming and get to right. those at the end. <laughs> In and Keswick right now, I would say that there are... Well, it would probably feel like there's about a thousand people in the house. Yeah, but you that would a big be family. Everybody... I believe everybody is home except you and me. Mm-hmm. So that's... Sarah's family, Adam's family, Matthew's family, David's family, all the kids, and mom and dad, obviously. Mm-hmm. And if I had to guess, I don't know this for 100% certain, I would say mom has made a delicious turkey dinner with I'm stuffing, sure. mashed potatoes, Brussels sprouts, carrots, corn mm-hmm. probably in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to put out a little dish of olives and gherkins and things like that oh yeah yeah my mom does that too with like pickled beets and stuff i don't know if she still does that though Hmm. beets were there beets i can't remember if there's pickled beets i never went for it but only now that i'm older i would go for the beets for sure i got in trouble once for I was supposed to put out the dish with the pickles and the olives on it Mm -hmm. and i ate them all before Um... i put them on the table I'm not surprised. Well, I love them. At all. I know. I, love them. I know you love them. Although she also, I don't know why, she puts out gherkin pickles. I don't know who in the family likes gherkin, gherkin pickles. Aren't they just small? They're smaller pickles? They're smaller pickles, but they're also gross. What? Why? What makes them gross? Well, they're not a dill pickle. Gherkin pickles is are Is that the bread flavor. and butter? Is that what No, you're speaking of bread and butter pickles. Okay, what's a gherkin flavor? It's a different flavor. Okay, well. It's gherkin flavored. That doesn't tell me much for someone who doesn't know what gherkin is. I don't know if gherkin is a spice or a style. <laughs> you should know this. You're going to bash it right now. You should know this. I'm gherkin bashing. You're gherkin bashing. Well, they taste as good as the name sounds. Let's just say that. <laughs> gherkin. Gherkin. What is that? <laughs> sounds like a regurgitate. <laughs> gherkin date. <laughs> Anyways, you don't like So them. there's... The table has to be... Basically, all the leaves are put into the table, and then there's a Same. folding table yep. added to that. I will say the table dressing mm-hmm. at Thanksgiving is top tier. Mm. Like, mom goes out, and actually, now she sends out, does she send out grandkids? 
to get like festive like maple leaves and things like that to put That's on nice. the table and yeah it looks pretty good and then we have it in the the big family room edition mm-hmm. in the back and everyone's just having a time kids are running and screaming around like i said it feels like there's a thousand it's family people reunion every holiday seems like it mm-hmm. yeah yeah not too shabby so this weekend i bought a pumpkin pie to have for dessert and jessica hasn't had any of this pumpkin pie because she doesn't eat pumpkin pie it's or not it my was favorite was it just not like what was the dessert at your house for thanksgiving well, if my dad was here, he would tell you that he would never have dessert after a meal because the food was always so good, so he didn't need to have something super sugary and sweet after. But typically, I think guests would bring like a homemade pie, like an apple pie or cherry pie, sometimes pumpkin, but I would never go for that. Do you have a slice of cheddar cheese on the side when you have apple no, pie? Oh God, no. I have never heard of that until I met you. Okay. You just don't know any British people? No. British people have cheddar cheese on the side of their apple pie. I don't know. So you guys don't, like your mom doesn't make a dessert. You, It's like if a guest brings a dessert, then you have it? Yeah. We're, we, aren't, we aren't really big dessert people. I mean, a dessert never stood out in my mind after a, a meal that my mom would make. It would be so good. Like we wouldn't really need dessert. We'd also be so full. We didn't feel like we needed more food. So well, we'd have like a little sweet, like a cookie or something and, and coffee. My parents oh yeah, there's have always a little stash of cookies. Always around a coffee. So that's what dinner. they would have. But it was never like big pie. And I think a guest would always bring a pie. So because they would make it. Like I remember when my grandma, I think when we had holidays and my grandma Joy would come over, um, she would always make a pie, like a strawberry rhubarb pie or a cherry pie. Because they would grow those fruits. Yeah. So then she would make pie of it. And it was always really good. But other than that, it wasn't anything really big. I think my mom would buy pie just for the sake of it. Because it's, you know, festive, pumpkin-y. But it wasn't really on our list of, like, must-haves. Hmm. Well, my mom makes the pies. Actually, this year, Christine made the pie. And historically... Nice. I saw those pies, and they looked hist- beautiful. Yeah, Christine has been making the pie. Well, probably David, too. Mm-hmm. They have been making the pies for a little while anyways to take some of the heat off of my mom. Yeah, it's a lot of food she's got to make. Oh, yeah. It totally <laughs> for is. For everyone. Um, but pie has always been a thing after dinner for mm. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Now, I'm not complaining. I'm happy to eat the entire pumpkin pie here <laughs> I told by you myself. that if we had an apple, I would go for that one. But you were so set on pumpkin, so... I said, just give me a little ice cream on the side. That's fine. Yeah, so that works out for everybody. <laughs> there was an option to buy half of a pumpkin pie at the grocery store. Or the mini pumpkin pies. You could get no, a pumpkin are... and an apple, and we could have had that. No, because the pumpkin pies had a crust on top, and that's not how pumpkin pies are meant to be consumed. So I question who's making that. <laughs> well, the brand They don't know the what box, a pumpkin so... pie is. <laughs> okay, to each their own. Okay, if we did a listener poll for a pumpkin pies, <laughs> yeah. there is never, like, apple pie has a crust on top. Mm-hmm. Strawberry rhubarb pie has, like, a checkerboard crust, and maybe a cherry pie has a checkerboard crust on top. Specifically checkerboard. 
Well, like the thin ones that go like, <laughs> like a weave, like a weave, a yeah. weave crust, <laughs> a basket weave. Apple pie has a solid crust on top. Sure. Pumpkin pie has no crust on top, and mm. I will die arguing about that. Oh, we sure fine. I wonder if Christine put a crust on her. If There's she no made pumpkin chance. pie. There's no <laughs> chance. I wonder if she did make a pumpkin pie. I wonder, because a lot of her pies had crust on top. So. They were probably apple pies. Mm, I don't know. Well, if it was a pumpkin pie with a crust on top, then if I'm being honest, I'm glad I wasn't there. You are not part of the family anymore. Yeah, my pumpkin pies do I not would have still crust eat it, Christine. And I also, I actually, my mom sent me like specific instructions for how to make yeah. a pumpkin pie from scratch. <laughs> and I just went to the You looked at that the day before. I found before. one for six bucks. And, <laughs> and you were like... Yeah. No, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, I would have had to make that the day before, which is the Friday. These things take time to prep. Yeah, yeah, you can't just whip up a pie in a day unless you're like, you know, turns Christine out, or your mom or turns something. Turns out you can just buy them at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Which is just as easy. Okay. Enough about pie. Yeah. And now <laughs> I want to get to a signature dish. I'm going to say that the oh. volcano veggies. It was ours, yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ours is lime velvet. Oh. Is this a play on jello cake? Have you? No. (laughs) Okay. Is there jello involved in this? (laughs) There might be. You have to. Well, what's lime lime velvet? velvet. I don't even know how to describe it. Mm. It's jello-y. It's like (laughs) it's like a jello with cream cheese, like mixed. We're just gonna have to get a pro to talk about this because I don't know. I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to make it. It's like you scoop it with a spoon and it's it's solid, but it's jiggly. (laughs) I don't. I think your mom or someone just needs to talk about it. No, Sarah. (laughs) Sarah is like lime velvet patrol. She's the one that makes the lime velvet. Okay, you'll have to get her to tell you about that it's always served we will clarify this on the next podcast <laughs> yeah it's it's served in like a crystal glass crystal like bowl serving dish uh-huh. it's classy it's an extremely classy dish. well the name lime velvet it sounds like a like a key lime pie but like super decadent when you call it lime velvet yeah, I don't know about decadent for this. <laughs> okay. I think you the, said it was like a cheesecake. The velvet is <laughs> jiggly. No, I didn't say cheesecake. I said cream cheese. Oh, cream cheese. Oh. I think it's Jello mixed with cream cheese. I could be. I could be so far off uh, on that. You... We're gonna need clarification. <laughs> yeah. Basically. <laughs> how... Well, I think. Okay. In all fairness, when you first described Jello cake to me, I was like, this sounds absolutely disgusting because i just don't think you had a good description on her so we'll get the pros to describe but then when i actually tried jello cake it was really good but side note about jello cake i actually described it perfectly you said you like poke holes and then you pour the jello in and in my head i thought it was like chunky boy holes so then the jello would form like a solid so then you were eating like cake with solid jello it didn't it didn't compute in my head right it would be bad which i thought that was so the lime velvet 
I, I the only thing I can contribute is I think it's I think it's lime jello mixed with cream cheese and it's like this semi solid state. Waiting for confirmation on that one. So my trick is anytime there's somebody new at the table that has been invited for Christmas or Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. if they say if they look at it and ask what it is, I just tell them you're oh you're not gonna like it. Just so that there's more, more. of it left because I could eat it all day. Actually, I, I only ever eat it when there's a turkey dinner. Mm. Um, but I don't even think I would enjoy it any other time of the year, to be honest. Not like jello cake? You jello can have jello cake. cake all the time. If I made jello it all cake, the time. I would, but I only want it once a year. Right. On my birthday. Okay. It's my birthday <laughs> on cake. Your, on your birthday. Um, okay, so one last thing about Thanksgiving before we move on is what are you thankful for? Many things to be thankful for, I think. You being one of them. My family. The fact that I have two roofs over my head. Mm-hmm. Ability to have that. My health. And really great friends. We do have really great friends. Well, mm-hmm. you have really great friends. And I have Your really friends, great friends, too. Yes. <laughs> um, I would say that what am I thankful for? I am thankful that I am able to. Today we had a very lovely day. Today uh-huh. was a nice late fall, autumn day. The leaves are changing. It was a blue sky. But it was warm. It was warm. It so wasn't warm. Yeah, it wasn't a crispy fall day, which no. also would have been cool. Yeah. But it was patio weather. And yes. so we were able to walk on our own two legs <laughs> and we were able to drive our car to a spot where we could park and we could walk from that spot along the seawall yeah to a restaurant with a patio mm-hmm. and we could do all of that without even really worrying about is our car going to make it there mm-hmm. are our legs going to get us there can we afford to do get a drink money? or two yeah um i'm thankful that we are in a place together, you and I, where we can do those things. And not worry. Of course, I'm also thankful for friends and family and things like that. Um, I'm also specifically thankful that I'm able to play on two hockey teams Mm -hmm. and be healthy enough to be able to do that. This past week at work, I was jackhammering for the entire week. I'm thankful that I'm healthy enough to be able to do that without physically breaking yeah. down over Being in four days of yeah. solid jackhammering. So I guess ultimately it's health. Yeah. Thankful it's a big one. Health. It's it's a big umbrella term for sure. It's an umbrella term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so as promised, last week we mentioned that we we're going to do two segments. One segment investigative journalism <laughs> and the other segment will be Connect Deck where we pull a question and we each answer. We're going to forego Connect Deck because That'll we be just next. we just shared about our Thanksgivings, respective Thanksgivings at home. Yes. But we are going to do this investigative journalism. So, in 2008... Hold on, hold on. Are there two separate things we're talking about? Or is it just one combined? This is just one. Okay. In 2008... Kraft Foods approached Ogilvy and Mathers, which is an 
advertising agency in Toronto. Kraft Foods owns a lot of things, but they own Shreddies. Oh, okay, Shreddies. Mac and cheese, yes, but (laughs) Shreddies the cereal. Particularly, okay. Shreddies the cereal was not doing well. So they approached Ogilvy and Mathers to rebrand Shreddies. So they had a think tank. They had a Uh round table brainstorming session about the little square Mm -hmm. cereal. And there was a... I love Shreddies. There was an intern there. His name was Hunter Somerville. (laughs) And he made a joke in the boardroom. And he said, they're not squares. They're diamonds. Mm. And he just took one of the squares, shreddies, and rotated it. Mm-hmm. And it was just a joke. But the person leading the think tank yeah. told him to explore that and, you know, basically run with it. And they had a whole, shreddies had a whole ad campaign. They had surveys. They had taste testing with square oh, shreddies yeah. versus diamond <laughs> shreddies. And which one did you like better? Yeah. And People were actually saying that the the diamond diamond shreddies tasted better. They were lighter. Mm -hmm. They were whatever. But they were the exact same product. Yeah. People just put them differently on the plate. So we were duped. We were duped. By shreddies. By craft. Uh And we are here to tell you that we're being duped again. (laughs) This time by Ah! S.C. Johnson, a family company. Yeah. Duped, but had the mental tack to realize so they are selling ziploc bags now and next time you're at the grocery store Uh check it out you can get a mega pack with 75 bags for really cheap by the way that's most value price per unit price per unit (laughs) the mega pack is the most value that's an aside they are now marketing ziploc bags as foldable Uh and they can stand up they can stand what's the term they use now stack and stack and fold where is it i'm gonna get it quick they are marketing this as a new stay open design where you fold the top over you flatten the bottom taking a bag out you flatten the bottom and you can basically oh, fold and fill yeah fold and fill that's yes. the term okay so you fold the top over You flatten the bottom and you can pour your soup or sauce directly in the bag. Okay. When you're looking at this, does this look like a... The Ziploc bag in general just looks like it's a little longer. Like a little taller for you to have the space to be able to flip it and then have the base open. No, it looks like they've just introduced two creases there's a they crease did. at the top there's a crease the at the fold, top for the fold and a crease at the bottom yeah. for the flat and spot. then uh what, a diamond or a, a there's a diamond pattern just pattern. to look fancy but it's not right. doing anything right but this is to guide people to let them know that this is where you kind of create your base my problem with we're this we're not smart enough to do it on our own my problem well <laughs> but we, we have, have been <laughs> we have been doing this on our own uh-huh. this is the consumer's idea Mm-hmm. This isn't S.C. Johnson's idea. This is, I bet you, somebody from S.C. Johnson was at a dinner party or at their parents' house mm-hmm. and there was some leftover sauce or soup and they saw somebody pour, they saw somebody fold the top over, mm-hmm. flatten the bottom, and just pour whatever they're pouring into the bag. And they had a, yeah. a light bulb moment and they said, we can do this. We can market this. Yeah. It's, 
Everything just looks shiny and like even the way the contain or like the packaging says grip and seal technology. But in any case, they have been marketing this as if though we have not all been doing this already with these plastic bags. I've been folding over Ziploc for bags ages. For ages. Ages, because everything else gets caught on the on the lips if you don't. The worst part about a Ziploc bag is they're not designed to be held open. No. Unless you fold it over. Yeah, which we have already been doing. So Maybe this is for the new and up-and-coming generation, the youngins. I guess so. I don't know how to use a Ziploc bag yet. Now, with, all of, this, us, with all of this said, <laughs> veterans. there are some products in the grocery store where the name brand mm-hmm. is like significantly better than the cheap brand. Mm-hmm. I will say... That a Ziploc bag mm-hmm. is superior to like a no-name clickable bag. I don't know how do they sell that. Like the Ziploc know. bag, the the no-name no version yeah. of Ziploc no isn't name. as good as the Ziploc. I will say IKEA is pretty good. Ike yeah, IKEA's are okay. IKEA's are good because they have the double layer situation like Ziploc too. But I can't put them in the same category because you can't buy an Ikea Ziploc bag no, from the grocery, at the grocery store. store. No, you have to go to Ikea. Why is Ikea selling Ziploc bags then? It must be for their kitchens. Packaging. Oh, yeah. It's like they have Ziploc bags, napkins, all that stuff. Right. It's all together. So. All I need is the Ziploc medium freezer bag. Yeah. <clears throat> also, they, they have the, the really big ones are good too. Yeah. For... Uh, Specifically putting half-used packages of bacon in. Oh, yes. As we often do. We need to connect the bacon industry with... <laughs> with the Ziploc? The Ziploc industry. <laughs> what, what is that? Why Maybe are they not... Yeah, why are bacon... Yeah, p- bacon packages not resealable. You open them, and if it's just two people, you're not cooking 16 pieces of bacon. Maybe you are. That's not us. So then to put the bacon back in the fridge, we need to put it in a Ziploc bag... Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I've always, I've always. Just That's like a that. weird one. Bacon I'm, has never. They haven't updated their packaging in like ages. So I'll but put I can't, it, so I won't. So I'll put it out there to our fan base. Can you think of any other branding strategies where a company has just taken their product? And just rebranded the exact same thing and tried to sell it as something different. It happens all the time. What Does one like the thing iPhone? I, like whatever. Oh yeah. Well, that. the iPhone is. Don't even get me started on. The, I was thinking more like grocery store things. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Lay's Frito Lay is sort of guilty of this. They, I think that they've fired their whole marketing team. <laughs> Because every year they just put it out to the consumer. What would you like to see as a flavor? Text nine 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 one or whatever it is. And they want to hear from the people. Those are their consumers. I know, but like That's who's buying it? Their job is to create a flavor that we will like, not just ask us. But how would they know what we're gonna like if they don't ask? That's like a whole. There's a whole department for people like that. Right. So instead of like filling out surveys or whatever it's easy with technology now they can just text in and say and they they collect all of that data all they have to do is tell me that i like their uh, their new flavor all they have to say is 
brand new flavor. And, and you're going to love it. it. I, I mean, there's probably one or two types of chips on this entire planet that I don't like. Mm. You just, you're a chip man. I'm a chip man. I always have been. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're a sucker. <laughs> you're a sucker for the chip industry. Yeah. It's kind of rude to put it that way. But... <laughs> you just said all they have well, to do is tell no, me what right. to like. You're right. The economy will run itself. You need to, no, you just be careful with your words. You can't just have someone tell you what you're going to like. You have to try it. Maybe you won't like it. Hasn't happened yet. Mm. Some of them are better than others. I don't like the sweet chips. There is actually, there is one chip out of uh, Pedong, India, that I don't like. It's like... <laughs> do, or do we have that here? We don't have it here, thankfully. <laughs> I think it's like locally made. And I have to guess that the name of the chip would be like Burning Ember or something like that. <laughs> you put one little a corner of a chip in your mouth and your whole head is on fire. <laughs> Don't it's they like spice? Outrageously like spicy. Spice? Yeah. And They've come out with a chip that's supposed to be like the the hottest chip ever and there's warnings against it. Not yeah. as not, not as hot don't. as this chip that Adam and Stella gave us. When we went to India for Adam and Stella's wedding, mm-hmm. they came the where we landed in what was that place called? Begdogra. It was like a six hour jeep ride up into the mountains from the airport. Mm-hmm. And they brought some food for us that we had a picnic. And because uh, we were These hungry chips. after our journey. Before the picnic, they just gave us a snack in the jeep and it was this clear plastic bag it was like a halloween size chip mm-hmm. bag and they i want to say they told us that they were hot but they didn't say that they were like like they're not a flame in your mouth hot right they're... these things were outrageously <laughs> spicy they're not north american hot they are like the hottest chip i've ever had in my life <laughs> Oh, well, now you know. No, no, I won't be having those chips anymore. Um, so, yeah, if you've thought of, if you can think of any, we'd love to hear it. And since we're talking about listener feedback, mm-hmm. we have narrowed our <laughs> name for our podcast yes. down to two options. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number Option one. <laughs> A, this, uh, this is in no particular order. No. Option one, option A is here and there. The here and there podcast. Welcome Mm -hmm. to here and there with Mm -hmm. Kelly and Jessica. Mm -hmm. The idea or the premise behind that is we are here. You are there. You are there. And this is just us connecting with you guys, the listeners out there. And there could be wherever that may be. Could be somebody in Vancouver. Could be somebody in Vienna. Could be somebody in Boston. Could be somebody in Ontario. Who knows? Yeah, all over. So that's an option. Mm-hmm. The other option is Coastal Cozy. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Coastal Cozy with <laughs> Kelly and Jessica. Yeah. And Coastal Cozy comes from, this has been a term that we coined many years ago. Did you coin that? I think so. Yeah, you did. Yeah, because yeah. you have a very particular style when you yeah. are designing your living space or sort of adding accents to your living space Mm -hmm. always cozy as in 
too many pillows on a bed. <laughs> no, it's welcoming too and many you blankets, feel at home. Too many blankets on a bed, so it's always cozy. Mm-hmm. And it, you always have like a Don't very... tell me you don't like that new blanket I put on the bed. We were oh, rolling in it when yeah, I first put it down because it was cozy. It's cozy. Yeah, it's cozy, but it's also hot. Okay, well then take it off when you're sleeping. Fair. <laughs> Anyways, so the color palette is always kind of a coastal color palette yeah. when, you, when you're designing things. So, yes. so that's where that term comes from. So it kind of embodies you and I. And then so it's kind of interesting to bring that up now because we have been spending some time over the last two weeks yeah. adding a little bit of coastal cozy to my place here in North Van to make mm-hmm. it more suitable or hospitable for you. Just more of me in here and yeah. not all you. Yeah. yeah. So this can be a more combined shared space. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, we have to coastal cozy. Your it. girl's coming in yeah. <laughs> with the cozy. So it's no not a bachelor pad anymore. Not that, not that it ever was. Nope. But still having heavy. a little more functional pieces. Still heavy on the um, the timber and wood accents. Though. I like those. those aren't That's you, anymore. and I like that. It's kind of like, like farmhouse meets coastal uh, cozy. Yeah, yeah, I would say farmhouse for sure. Yeah, you have a live wood bench over there. That's also really nice. Lots of live edge. Yeah. Yeah. If we could add a crackling fireplace, I'm sure we'd both be down for that. Be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those are our options. Here and there. Oh, and the thing about here and there is that's already, it's already a name of a podcast. How, yeah, it's copywritten, but what does that even mean anymore? We can. It means it's illegal to copy it. <laughs> we can just ask. It means it's a federal <laughs> offense to copy it. We can just it. ask. Uh, yeah, but in the UK, they must have different things. Like there's a fig and maple in New Delhi. Yeah. And I registered my name A-OK here in BC. True. So. So we'll leave it up to, or we'll just invite people to have an opinion. This isn't an announcement of our name. It's just a, how do you a like pool. it? It's a Another pool. Another pool. It's a pool. Let us know. How do you feel about Let it? Let us know in the comments. So above all, before we sign off here, the thing that I think we can both agree that we're most thankful for is that we even have people in our lives who are eager or willing to even listen to us banter (laughs) on a bi-weekly basis. I know that I am very thankful for even more than being able to jackhammer four days a week or play (laughs) hockey two days a week. I am most grateful for Everyone who is sitting around the table at uh, 15 Draper Street tonight. Or 1690 Cherry Lawn. Or 1690 Cherry Lawn. Anyone of our friends who heard about what we were doing and wanted to be on the on the email list, um, we, we are absolutely blessed with wonderful people in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I am most thankful for that. And I'm most thankful for you. The love of my life. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the shout out. But I think all the people we ha- are have like the strongest relationships with and who are most important to us are 
listening now, I, yeah. I would say. Yeah, I think so, so. There's that. So, with that, we bid you adieu. Already? That's yeah. going to go by so fast. Yeah, that's all I have written down. All right. It took longer to make the outline than it did to, <laughs> it did, to talk to about it all. the podcast. That's all right. Until yeah. next time. Until next time. We are the Unnamed Podcast. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye.